Welcome to the season four premiere of the Maximum Hoops podcast. I usually start my seasons in May, but I have a very busy May and June. Uh, not just talking draft, but uh, got some uh, personal stuff going on, uh, vacations. So starting my season a little early did not take as long of a hiatus as I normally do. And here we are. Uh, I usually like to, when I start talking draft stuff, that's how I start my seasons uh, with the draft stuff. And uh, today's no different. So we're going to do a mock draft 1.0. We will start uh, with the lottery. I'm not going on Tankathon and doing the simulator. I'm just going by how they stand as to today. Obviously, I'm going to do a second mock draft after. So, so I'll do a mock draft now, and then I'll probably do a second mock draft after the um, after the lottery results. Um, and, and we'll go from there and then our the beginning of our draft coverage. So um, as of right now, how it stands, the Detroit Pistons would have the number one pick. Um, obviously, there is a clear-cut favorite for the number one pick. That's Victor Wembanyama. Um, Wemby, for short, uh, he is a hybrid forward sl- slash center. Uh, offensively, he's probably more of a forward. Defensively, he's probably more of a center. He can block shots. He can rebound. He, he can alter shots. He, he, he can shoot from three. He can, he can shoot to mid-range. He, he's explosive. He can get to the hoop rather quickly. Um, he's probably going to be a generational talent. Obviously, I don't like giving that to seven-foot uh, players because of, uh, I mean, we saw Yao Ming. He was supposed to be generational. This guy's a little different. Um, he's very his uh, his uh, body frame is more like a small forward. His body height's like a center. He could probably play anywhere from the three to the five. Um, obviously, in this scenario, he would go to Detroit. Detroit already has Jalen Duran, um, uh, James Wiseman, which I'm still confused why they made the trade for Wiseman, um, and. Um, Isaiah Stewart, who all got minutes at center. They tried playing uh, Stewart at uh, at power forward. Uh, I'm not sure that's really his uh, spot. Plus, when, when Bogdanovich, if he's a part of their uh, team, he's going to be slated in as their uh, small. Um, Detroit probably needs a small forward more than anything. Probably a, a really legit small forward. Um, someone who can take pressure off of their, their young backcourt. Um, I don't think they will use them. I don't think, I think if they were to get Wemby, they probably would probably pair him with Duran and or Wiseman. Bogdanovich moving down to the three. That's just what I would think. Obviously, the lottery could change things. I, I believe it's May 16th. Um, there's, there's a very good chance Detroit will not be picking here. But um, in this scenario, I have Detroit taking Wemby. He's obviously going to be the number one pick, no matter who picks, no matter who, no matter team needs, no matter who picks. So I got Detroit taking Victor Wembanyama. So uh, that leaves Houston coming in at number seven, number two. And um, I know you've been uh, you've been kind of hearing uh, Scoot Henderson sliding a little bit. I still got him number two. Uh, Houston is in dire need of a point guard. Uh, Scoot Henderson is the most um, lethalist point guard in this draft. He's explosive. He, he's been playing in the G League for two years. Um, I would have loved to see him play in college. Uh, however, uh, this guy's just, he's dynamic. He can score from, 
from all three levels. He uh, he is a uh, very underrated passer. Uh, defensively, I'd like to see him improve a little bit. As for Houston, Houston has been playing Kevin Porter Jr. for the last two seasons as a point guard. And while he has had some uh, flashes of, of uh, being a uh, legit possible point guard, uh, could you imagine you if you put if you slide a scoot next to um, Jalen Green in the backcourt, and then that gives Houston the option they can move uh, Kevin Porter Jr. to the bench, or they can move him to um, to the small forward spot, um, or uh, look to trade him. I actually think Houston's going to be pretty active. Um, not 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 going to be surprised if you see them uh, uh, look to trade Kevin Porter Jr., especially if they can land Scoot Henderson. Um, However, with that being with that being said, uh, they also got to find a way to get Jabari Smith in, in um, involved. Um, you know, and, 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 the, and his numbers weren't very good. I was very high on him. Uh, it, it, it's not all his fault. They just basically made him a spot shooter. Um, he's basically been not able to create because the ball's either in Porter or Jalen Green's hands. So it, it's been a very difficult rookie season for Jabari Smith and. Um, I think you're going to look for Houston to maybe uh, work on their roster a little bit. Uh, would love to see, would love to see them start uh, getting uh, you know some more talent in there. Um, but Scoot Henderson would be a, a phenomenal backcourt mate to Jalen Green, um, and, and that's and that's how I would see it if Houston had the number two pick, which puts San Antonio at number three. Um, San Antonio has a lot of needs. They have a, a hole at center where they've had um, Dak of Hurdle, but then they traded him. They uh, they have um, you know they have a, a need at point guard. Uh, Trey Jones has been all right, but he's not. I don't think he's too long term answer. Uh, you know they can use some wing help. Um, I got him taking Brandon Miller, the small four from Alabama. Obviously, we all know about his legal issues. What he doesn't really have any legal issues. We all know about the. the the, the stuff that he was involved with. So, so yeah, with that being said, I have San Antonio taking number three. He's probably, I always say one, two, three are probably almost etched in stone. There might be a, there might be a, uh, there might be a, uh, a team that like maybe even San Antonio or Charlotte or Portland that slides in at number uh, two that, that would take him over Scoot Henderson. But other than that, I really see this as the one, two, and um, in uh, three, uh, top three players going. So um, that brings Charlotte at number four. This is where things could get interesting. I have them taking Amon Thompson, who is, well, he's probably, he, he can literally play anywhere from the one, two, or the three. Um, obviously, Charlotte's set with um, with Lamella Ball. I, I I'm still surprised Terry Rozier's on the roster. Uh, I would love to see Thompson and Lamal, uh, Lamella Ball be a really a, a, a very tall, a very tall, um, a very tall uh, uh, pass-heavy back backcourt. You know, uh, would love to see Elon Thompson in um, Charlotte. I, I see him going from anywhere from four to seven. In some mock drafts, I have him going four. I, I think uh, I. Charlotte, I don't know what's going to happen with Michael Jordan selling, whatever. But I, I think Charlotte needs to. They need to do something. They need to get out of the doldrums. I mean, they need to start building something. They got a nice talent in uh, Lamelo Ball. 
would love to see them pair him with, with a good player. Ultimately, they would love to grab the number one pick in this. Obviously, we'll have to wait until May 7th, uh, May 16th for the lottery. So, number five, the Portland Trailblazers. I got him taking Jerry's Walker, power forward from Houston. Now, he was obviously a highly recruited uh, player out of high school, goes to Houston, was at times really good, but obviously they they uh, had a lot of backcourt um, scoring, so his scoring wasn't as high as you'd like to see it. But uh, he is ultra super talented. Uh, he moves really well on the court. Good defender, block shots. Uh, I I think uh, Portland. I don't know what's going to happen with Portland. I mean, is this the year they finally deal Damian Lillard? Because I don't see him get better. And Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant is. Um, you know, Jeremy Grant's. I don't know. I, I'm not sure he's going to be there next year. So, um, Portland, I think Portland's going to go for, for for a full rebuild, or at least I think they should. And uh, Walker's going to start. Obviously, they're, they're a team that's really going to hope to get hope to get some of that pick. So, number six is Orlando. Now, Orlando's very guard and wing heavy. Actually, they're more guard heavy. They got four guards who I, I could see starting in the NBA. Um, and, and, and I don't know if it's if it if that's a good thing or if that's a problem because it's like sometimes they play the hot hand, sometimes they don't, I don't know who they, they, they know who to play. Um, I got them taking uh, Amon Thompson's little brother or uh, a twin brother, Asur Thompson. He's a wing. He he could uh, he could give some help to Franz Wagner, and, and, and he could probably play with with Wagner at times because Wagner does play at the four sometimes. Um, Plus, I think he's the best available at this point. Uh, very good athlete. Uh, can shoot, can score. Orlando's going to have to do something with their log jam of uh, guards um, and uh, and whatnot. So I'm starting to think there's going to be a lot of movement this summer. So I got uh, Orlando number six taking a sewer Thompson. Indiana, I got to take Cam Whitmore, small forward from Villanova. And the uh, reason I have them taking uh, him, they probably they, they know they need a power forward. I just don't see a power forward here. We're taking maybe Taylor Hendricks. It might be a little too early for Taylor Hendricks. Um, I got to take a Whitmore, just a talent. Um, you know, Buddy Heel played small forward, and they finally moved Buddy Heel to the bench. Um, I think Ben Mathurin is a possibility to move into the starting lineup next year. Um, I, I think Buddy Heel could be dealt. Uh, you know, and, and then I think Cam Whitmore would be a nice guy with the second unit for Indiana. So I got them taking Cam Whitmore small small forward out of Villanova. Washington Wizards are a freaking mess, and I'm not. I mean, they are a mess. They're, they're, there's going to be an ownership change. Um, Bradley Beal. Uh, I don't know what's going on there. Their point guard situation this year was terrible. I mean, they took two career backups and decided to make one a starter and, and one a six man and and, and it, 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 I mean it landed up with the number eight spot I got him taking Kaysen Wallace point guard from Kentucky and he's not he has had a great second half of the college basketball season um, he's not a guy who's going to jump off but he's a great defender probably the best offensive point guard in this draft and um, I think he could be a disruptor and I think he could be a good distributor I think he is a perfect 
um, match for um, Bradley Beal. Um, so I got him going number eight to Washington. Uh, number nine, Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz are in a well, no one expected them to be this as good as they were this year. They were expected to be like a top three or bottom three team, top three draft team. Um, here they come in at number nine. I got to take an Anthony Black. Um, Anthony Black is a combo guard, but I think for Utah he'd be a great complement matched up with either Colin Sexton, Oche Baji, whoever else they could put it to. He's a great defender. Uh, he's long, six seven. Um, really, in my opinion, at Arkansas, he really proved to me that he, he's got point guard in him. He ran the offense for Arkansas. He uh, was Eric Musselman's um, eyes on the floor. Yeah, and I think his stock really improved with um, with his lone season at um, Arkansas. And I got him coming in at, at number nine. And, uh, and I think Utah would be delighted. Um, delighted if, if, if he fall. I would not be surprised if Utah tried to package some picks to move up if they don't win a top four lottery spot. So Utah's got Anthony Black from Arkansas. The Dallas Mavericks, I don't know what you want to call what they did at the end of the season. Losing on purpose to get a top ten pick. Um, I had a hard time. Like I really like Jane Hardy and I think he's going to be a stud. Um, I gave them the best player available, which was Keontae George. But he's kind of almost basically like Jaden Hardy. Very, very similar player. Um, but I gave him best available player. I mean, that's one of those situations where where they'll make it work. I'm not sure Kyrie Irving is coming back. I, I don't I, I don't really know, to be honest with you. I, I don't have a clue if, if, Kyrie, if they're going to bring back Kyrie Irving. Um, I think... I, I think we should make a playoff run next year. Uh, would not would not put it past them to just let Kyrie go elsewhere. But would also not be surprised if they brought him back. So Dallas is very hard to figure out. So I got to take Kathy George, who I have as the best player available at pick number 10 um, for the Mavericks. But like I said, he's very similar to Jaden Hardy. Let's go to Orlando's second pick. This pick they acquired from um, from uh, the Chicago Bulls. I was having a hard time. I mean, I, I guess I, I was having a hard time with this. I gave him Jordan Hawkins from Connecticut, even though I know they're already guard heavy. Um, he's a good shooter. I think Gary Harris is toast. I, I think he'll be uh, on another team next year. Um, and if he's not, this will be his last year in Orlando, and Jordan Hawkins could be the next guy come up. Uh, he's a good shooter. Plays. Reminds me a little bit of other UConn player, Rip Hamilton, the way he moves without the ball. I really think um, Jordan Hawkins is a, is, a, is a good pick for Orlando. Um, do they take two wings? I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I, I think Orlando is just stockpiling talent and uh, get probably one of the best shooters in the draft. It's probably a good idea. So I got Orlando. Number 11 thing, Jordan Hawkins shooting guard from Connecticut. 12, Oklahoma City Thunder. I got to take a Taylor Hendricks, power forward from Central Florida. He was a solid as a freshman. He uh, was able to uh, score and rebound. Uh, really just established himself as most likely a lottery pick. 
Oklahoma City, obviously they're going to bring Chet Holmgren back next year. Um, they really need a, 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 some help at the four. Um, their backcourt is obviously set. Uh, they went really small with Lou Dort and Jalen Williams up front. If you could grab some size, whether you bring him off the bench or move Taylor, uh, move Jalen Williams to the bench or bring in uh, Taylor Hendricks. Uh, however they do, I think Oklahoma City is a, is a good uh, fit for Taylor Hendricks. Number 13, I got Toronto. I got him taking Nick Smith from Arkansas. Now he's a combo guard. I like Nick Smith. I, I, I've been hearing his drop, his stock is dropping. Um, he does sometimes force shots, but I think he's just like if they can, if they, if a team can tame him, I think he's going to be dynamic. And um, Toronto looks. I mean, they just fired their coach. Uh, Fred Flynn I doubt they're going to want to pay what he wants. Um, they're going to probably uh, look to see if they can get anything from Precious, uh, uh, not Precious, uh, for, uh, Pascal Siakam. They're going to probably try um, to build their team around Scotty Barnes. Um, I, I think Nick Smith would be a very good compliment uh, to the um, to the uh, uh, Toronto Raptors. So I got him at 13 going to Toronto. Um, now will go 14, New Orleans Hornets. Um, I got him taking Grady Dick, small four from Kansas. Um, shooting, just shooting. This is the last, this is the lottery, last pick of the lottery. I got, I got Grady Dick. Uh, just shooting. I mean, the guy can shoot. The guy comes around on screens. Toronto, uh, New Orleans needs shooting. They really struggle with that. Um, whether it's in the backcourt, uh, McCollum seems to be the only one uh, in the backcourt because Herb Jones is more of a defensive guy. They just struggle, and uh, without Zion Williamson in the lineup, and Zion Williamson's not even, he's not even a good shooter, so I, I think they need shooting. Brady Dick from uh, Kansas, I got him going last pick of the first, uh, last pick of the lottery. So that is how the, I got the lottery shaping up. We're going to come back and go through the rest of the first round in a few moments. All right, welcome back to the Maximum Hoops season premiere, where I go through my very first mock draft um, after the season, and um, I hopefully you, you uh, enjoyed my lottery. We're going to now start with pick fifteen, um, the Atlanta Hawks. I got taking Jalen Hood, Shafino, and this to me is the best player available pick because um, obviously they have Trey Young. They have Dejounte Murray, very similar players to uh, well, at least Dejounte Murray is a very similar player to Jalen Hutchinson. Um, but I mean, the more the merrier. Uh, the Hawks could be in disarray. Um, you know, uh, they really, they really need to um, figure out what they're going to do with with, with Trey Young. Um, I, I would, they should not. This is coming from here. They should not trade him. That would be a mistake. But anyways, I got Jalen Hutchinson. He's a point guard. Uh, Crime plays some shooting guard from Indiana. Good passer, uh, good rebounder for a guard, um, able to push tempo. I think he would be a good third guard in their rotation with Murray and um, with Murray and uh, Trian. So I got 15 Atlanta taking Jalen Hood, Shafino. Utah second pick. This one came from Minnesota in the Rudy Gobert deal. 
And um, I got them taking Bryce Sensabaugh, small Florida Ohio State. They need some wing depth. And uh, this guy can uh, he can play right around the wing. Uh, you know, I, they played Larry Markinen as a small forward at times. Um, they're just very, very weak at, at, at the small forward spot. Um, wings in general, just but, but really at the small forward spot. So I got them taking Bryce Sensabaugh, small forward, Ohio State. 17, I got the Lakers taking Tariq Whitehead, small forward from Duke. This is just the Lakers taking the best name available because Tariq Whitehead was the top five player coming out of high school, maybe top ten. Um, really struggled at Duke. Um, probably, if the draft wasn't there, probably would have transferred. You know, uh, he is um, hes a guy that uh, obviously the if the Lakers bring everyone back, obviously there's going to be not much playing time for him anyways. So it'll be interesting to see if the Lakers use this first round pick to even make a trade or make it a, a pick or, or just use it to trade. So, um, but uh, if you want to look at Whitehead, Whitehead, uh, he improved. I mean, he has some pretty good games at Duke, um, but overall, I think it was probably a little bit of a disappointing season. But um, you're going to go off, off of pure talent here. And, uh, and uh, I got, uh, I got three Whitehead uh, going 17 to the Lakers. Miami Heat. I got him taking Jet Howard from Michigan. Uh, this is Juwan's son. And um, he, he could be a big guard at six foot eight, but he's probably more like a small forward. Um, he's gonna play on the wing. He can shoot. Uh, it would be ironic if he was if he would go to Miami where, where Juwan Howard played um, a lot of years in the NBA and um, and was successful, but. Um, Miami, in my opinion, is a mess. They need a point guard. Um, whatever they're getting uh, in the draft, they're just going to use for depth. They need a point guard. They, they, they probably they need to find a home for Duncan Robinson. There's just a lot of things that the Miami Heat need. Um, they're going to probably be more active on the trade. And like, I, I, I mean, on the trade market than um, the draft. But I don't, and I refuse to make trades in my mock drafts. I think it's stupid. I see all these NFL ones mock trades. I think it's dumb. You cannot predict these trades. It, 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 predicting the picks is just as hard, or you know. But then you you want to factor in um, you want to factor in um, and, and that kind of bullshit. No, I, I no thank you. So, anyways, um, I, uh, I I don't do trades. So um, I got Miami taking Jet Howard. Number nineteen, Golden State. I got to take it, Derek Lively. For so they got rid of Wiseman. I think prematurely. Um, I could see them. I mean, they, outside of Kevin Kevon Looney, they have zero, zero centers left. I mean, they're playing to Michael Green and Draymond Green as backup centers. Um, yeah, just uh, you know, and, and, and I don't know what their future is for these playoffs, but they're not going to win a title because of the rebounding, if you ask me. So. I personally think um, I personally think I, they, they're going to go for um, a big again and um, someone who can come in and, and hopefully play defense in the second unit. And uh, Derek Lively uh, improved a lot in the uh, second half of the season and definitely on the defensive end. So I got I got uh, Miami or uh, Golden State taking Derek Lively, center from Duke at number 19. Brings us to Houston. Uh, Rockets. They got. They acquired this. Uh, they 
this is the Clippers pick that they'll be using. And um, I'm going to have them taking uh, Keegan's little brother. Actually, I think it's his twin brother. Chris Murray from Iowa. Small forward. Very similar player to Keegan's. Not as good. And um, I, I think, once again, I think Houston's going to be active. We hear all these rumors about James Harden possibly being reunited in, in Houston. I, I don't think that's going to happen. But what that tells me is that they're not satisfied in the lottery. They're ready to make a move outside of the lottery. So you're going to see them, um, especially if they don't get a top four pick, I, I would not be surprised to see them deal both first round picks. But anyways, I got them for as of right now. I don't do, like I said, I don't do trades. I got to take Chris Murray. I think he could help out. I know they just took Tari Eason um, last year, uh, and he's been a really, really, uh, really nice player when he's gotten the minutes. His plus minus is ridiculous for a guy who, who's playing in a, in a backup role. Um, I would like to see Eason move into the starting lineup, um, and, and then you could have Chris Murray as a backup. I think that'd be nice for Houston. I, I like I said, I think Houston's going to be an active team. So let's go to 21. This is Brooklyn's first second-round pick. Or first first-round pick, I'm sorry. And um, they uh, they acquired this one in the Kevin Durant trade from Phoenix. I got to take a Rayon Rupert from New Zealand's Breakers. Um, you probably don't know much about him. A lot of people don't know much about him. He is a guy who has improved his stock throughout the season. He obviously plays for New Zealand. Um I believe this is the team that R.J. Hampton played for when he was over there. Maybe it was one. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And um, regardless, um, I, I think he's he's got a, a really good chance to be a 3 and D prospect. He's put on some weight, obviously. But um, Brooklyn sounds like they're going to be active. Brooklyn has a lot. I just did um, my offseason preview for Brooklyn in, um, uh, on, my, uh, on my blog. Uh, you can find that on Twitter. Um, Maximum Hoops NBA, you can find that on Twitter. But anyways, regardless of that, um, I got uh, I got him taking uh, Rupert, who, who could be a 3 and D wing. Um, and, and, and they need to sign that. It sounds like they're going to match anything that Cam Johnson has offered. So, um, But Rupert would be a nice guy. You can play him with Johnson. You can play him behind Johnson. Um this is a guy who I think has the potential to be a really nice 3 and D player uh, playing right now for the New Zealand Breakers. So now you got um, Brooklyn getting a second first-round pick, number 22. I got to take Kobe Bufkin, shooting guard from Michigan. And um, I think you're going to see Cam Thomas eventually put into the starting lineup. And uh, he's going to need someone behind him. I got Bufkin. Um being able to play behind him. Um, I, I think I, I think to save money, to be able to match whatever freaking they're getting for, I think you're going to see Sumner. I think you're going to see him cut. I think you're going to see possibly, um, uh, you know, like his, um, 10 of the 20 million, especially when he's contract guaranteed. Um, I can see them cut him to leave that, maybe buy him out. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, they're going to free up some money. Um, and I'm not even 100% sure they're going to have both these picks. But I got them. They're going to need some shooting. Everyone needs shooting. I got Bufkin from shooting guard from Michigan going number 22. So Portland has another first-round pick. 
This came in the Josh Hartdale with the New York Knicks. Um, and I, they need some shooting. They need some backyard depth. I got to take a Maxwell Lewis from Pepperdine. He can play the two, three. Um, really could, could uh, help out the shooting. He's very unselfish. He's a good playmaker as well. Could play really well nice next to uh, both Lillard and uh, Simons. Uh, I, I would love just, I, I'm telling you right now, I, every year, I think this is going to be a, a big year. I think a lot of these picks are going to be end up being traded. You're going to see a lot of uh, whacked out shit happen. Um, probably leading up the trade deadline. And like I said, I'm going to have all the, the uh, I mean, sorry, to draft, which is almost like another trade deadline. Um, I'm going to have all the draft uh, stuff. I'm going to have things I'm hearing, things I'm uh, not predicting, but things I'm um, speculating on. And, um, and as we get closer and uh, we see the combine, you're going to see some of these players up and down. So I, from, from now until the draft, and actually the day after the draft, it's going to be nothing but draft coverage for Maximum Hoops NBA. So I hope if you're a draft geek like myself, Hopefully you can enjoy it, but um, I got Portland at number 23 taken, um, Maxwell Lewis from Pepperdine. So that brings Sacramento 24, and I got to take a Trace Jackson Davis in the power forward from Indiana. reason I have them going, thinking this guy's NBA ready now. Is he got as much upside as a lot of these guys? No. But Sacramento is for real. I don't know how their series with Gold State is going to turn out, but they are for real. Um, and... Uh, as long as the Montes and the Air Fox can get better, they are for real. I, I love what they did with their bench. Malik Monk, uh, Mitchell, they, they, they're, man, they're, they're a scary team. They're, they're a scary team. They're still young, but they're a scary team. And I would not be surprised if they go a route and try to take um, Jackson Davis, who's got some experience. I don't think they're going to want to put another young guy who's just going to sit on the bench. So, uh, Memphis 25. So, I got to take Colby Jones from Xavier. Uh, Colby Jones is a, um, uh, he's a nice player. Uh, he's, uh, he's a guy that um, can uh, shoot the ball. He can, he can distribute the ball. I think he can play well with, uh, with the roster in um, Memphis. Uh and whatnot. So I got Memphis taking uh, Colby Jones at number 25. 26, we got the Indiana Pacers. They got this pick from Cleveland. I have them taking a flyer on Leonard Miller from the G League Ignite. Um, I don't know if you remember Leonard Miller. He decided to go pro last year. Um, it did not work out. Um, I mean, I really don't know what else to say. He's, uh, he's long. He's got talent. You know, he can shoot the ball. Looks like he's going to be a, a possible 3D guy. Um, this is a guy who, who potential-wise, could be could be something. Could be a steal this late in the draft. So I got Indiana taking Leonard Miller, G League, Ignite. I picked 26. Um, 27, Charlotte gets this pick from the Denver Nuggets. And I got him taking Noah Clowney, power forward from Alabama. Um Good rebounder, uh, young. I, I think he's someone who could, who, uh, Charlotte could uh, help build around. It's, uh, it's, uh, you know, I mean, 
this late in the draft, uh, you're trying to find someone who can help you or, or someone that you could um, use to build. So I got I got uh, Charlotte taking Oak County from Alabama. Pick 28, Utah acquired this pick from Philadelphia. I'm going to take a name that probably is not a lot of people have heard. Alal Kulabali, small forward. He's playing for the Metropolitan 92s currently, which is the same team as Victor Wembanyama. Um, I'm pretty sure he's been noticed because he plays with Victor Wembanyama. Um, another guy who's got potential to be a 3 and D guy. And, and those guys are... Obviously, I think he's probably more defined that he can shoot. But offensively, I don't think he's there yet. Um, and Utah's going to be able to take a flyer. Danny Ainge is really good at doing this, taking flyers on players. Um, and it works out. So I got um, I got Koulibaly going to Utah with their third first-round pick. Um, and Utah's got a lot of youth. I, I'm not sure they're going to use all three of these picks. Um it's going to, def- obviously, they're going to wait to see how they land in the lottery because if something happens and they get a top four pick, top three or four pick, um, it's going to, you know, obviously, but I, I think they're going to, I think they're going to look to probably pull some picks. Um, so Indiana has another pick. This is pick 29. They acquired from the Boston Celtics. I got them taking point guard Marcus Sasser from Houston. This is a, just, this is just a guy who I believe can really, help their roster um, on the second unit. right? I mean, Tyrese Halliburton's obviously the starter. Uh, Andrew Nemhard has played some point guard when Halliburton was out, but he has been the starting two guard. Um, I, I think Marcus Sasser could be a rotational piece. Um, good point guard, good, uh, good scorer at, at the point guard spot. Would be a good guy coming off the bench uh, for Indiana. Would love to see... Um, I'd love to see the, uh, the Pacers take a, a flyer on this guy. So, all right, that leaves us pick number thirty. The Los Angeles Clippers. They acquired this from the Milwaukee Bucks. I got them taking Gigi Jackson from uh, small four from South Carolina. Probably could play a little bit, maybe small ball four. Um, I've seen his stock anywhere from lottery to late first round. I probably have him lower than anyone. Um, I just like a lot of players. Better, I guess. But anyways, I got Gigi Jackson going, um, going to uh, uh, the Clippers. Uh, so that is how my mock draft is. I um, I'm going to uh, I'm going to be nothing but draft coverage from now until the draft. Um, I'm going to do another mock draft as soon as the lottery happens. I'm going to do possibly a big board, um, which. We'll see, and I'm going to do a two-round mock draft probably um, the week before the draft. Obviously, I'll have news and notes of the draft, probably a little short podcast. Um, I'm also going to obviously um, have a final mock draft, which will be two rounds. Um, I'm probably going to maybe do another trade special, guys who could be dealt leading up to the draft. Um, But I could also do that in my news and notes. So... It's going to be trade coverage from now on. Uh, and please, 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 if you have anything, email me at mmaxi5 at icloud.com. Or you can find me on Twitter, Maximum Hoops NBA. Uh, I really should probably do an Instagram. I don't know. I, I'm old. I don't know how that shit works. So, anyways, um, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, my last um, 
my last podcast got uh, a bunch of um, a bunch of views, and I'm hoping this does well too. I really appreciate all the support. So um, thank you, and we'll probably come back after the lottery and do mock draft lottery edition. But this is mock draft 1.0. So uh, we'll talk to you later.